Hey, what is up? It's Brian Lofermento here with episode 185 of the Entrepreneur to Entrepreneur podcast. And I am so excited about today's episode because it's a featured Friday. I'm here in Boston, Massachusetts, which is my hometown. I'm just visiting for the holiday weekend from Los Angeles. And in today's episode, you are going to hear from Travis Sherry, who I am lucky enough to call one of my closest entrepreneurial friends. Travis is the co-founder of the Paradise Pack and Location Indie, which is a community of traveling entrepreneurs. He's also the co-founder, actually he's the founder of Extra Pack of Peanuts, which is one of the top travel hacking resources online. He's racked up over 3 million frequent flyer miles, and his mission is to help you travel the world, spending next to nothing, and to sustain it by building a business around something you enjoy. Now, Travis's stuff is so good, I actually traveled all of last year, throughout all of 2017, I only paid $84 in airfare. So we actually talk about that. We talk about how Travis makes that possible for everyday people, even if you don't travel a ton. I'm excited. I'm not going to say anymore. Let's dive into my interview with Travis Sherry. Travis, this is long overdue. I'm so pumped to finally have you here on the podcast. What up? Welcome to the show. I am very excited to be here. You're right. It's long overdue. It's as overdue as us playing tennis against each other. Ooh, for real. On that note, I guess we'll get the trash talk out of the way up front. Travis, I want to put you on the spot here on the Entrepreneur to Entrepreneur podcast. Who is the superior team, the 2018 Boston Celtics or the 2018 Philadelphia 76ers? I guess if we're, we're technically speaking, the team that won was the 2018 Boston Celtics. Um, but I, I mean, I'd rather have the Sixers team going forward. So I'm going to hedge <laughs> my bets a little bit. You won. I can't take anything away from you, man. Boston won. What am I going to say? We lost in five games. It was, it was not even pretty. So <laughs> Awesome. So now that we can move past that, Travis, tell my audience a little bit about yourself because I've already introed you, but I want them to get a real feel for who Travis Sherry is. So who are you? What the heck do you do? What drives you? Yeah, so long, long, long story short is I love to travel. I've always loved, ever since I was, you know, early 20s, I've loved to travel. So all the businesses that I've created have been built around that, like with travel and location independence as a as a core tenant. And so it all began when I was living in Japan and I was teaching English there and I wanted to travel more and I didn't know how to do it. So I started the extra pack of peanuts, um, blog. It was extra pack of peanuts.com. And that taught people about frequent flyer miles. Cause I thought, Hey, if I can travel cheaper, that means I can travel more. Right? So it's all about travel hacking, using frequent flyer miles, all that good stuff that eventually led then to the idea that, all right, the second reason people can't travel one is money. And the other reason people give is time, right? Like they, they have to come back for a job. And so I had been able to build a location independent business because I, everything I was doing was online and people asked me if I could start teaching them that. And so that has then led into our other projects, location indie, which is our online community and the paradise pack, which is our bundle sale that we run once a year to help people who want to become location independent. So 
everything rotates and revolves around that core tenant of location independence, being able to do what you want, when you want, and where you want. Yeah, I love that. And it weaves into so many topics that we talk about here on the podcast. And it's really cool how cross intermingled our audiences are. There are so many entrepreneur to entrepreneur listeners who are in Location Indie. There's Location Indie members who listen to the podcast and have read my book and come to my retreat. So it's really cool how much we get to work together and impact people. But I want to address the elephant in the room, which is people, whenever they look at your business or they look at my business, they always feel like, well, yeah, that's great for them, but it's different for me because I have a job, I have student loans, I have a kid, I have all these different things. And Travis, you and I laugh about that all the time because you and I both had all those exact same situations. You've got a kid now, which is incredible. Congrats (laughs) on that. What's your response to when people say, well, yeah, that's for other people, but is it for me? Well, my first response is yes, it's for you because if you're asking the question, then that means you want it, right? Like you've you've done enough research to know that this type of lifestyle exists. And if you know it exists, that's because you're saying, hey, there's there's a part of me that wants that. When they when they go and start making the excuses, and I'm just gonna call it what it is, it's excuses, and I've done it plenty, right? But you're saying, hey, he can do it because X, Y, and Z. I I look at them and I say, you know, the same person might say, Oh, Travis can do it because he's married and has the support of, you know, a supportive wife. And then other people will say, oh, well, Brian can do it because he's single and he doesn't have anything tying him down, right? There's always, everyone is going to have different situations. And so to me, all of those are, are just excuses for why you're not doing it. And they're fine. Like, I'm not saying that if you're making those excuses, you're you're a bad person or you're any different than we are, because there's certainly times where I look to do something and I make an excuse to this day. Right. I'm not perfect. I still say, oh, Brian can do that because blah, blah, blah. He lives in L.A. The weather's always nice. So, of course, he can shoot videos of him walking on the beach. <laughs> That's why he does more Facebook lives. Right. Like there's an excuse right there. So I still do it to this day, but I just ask them to look at it and one of the best things they can do is start to find reasons why they might be better equipped to do something than someone else, because there's always a flip side to it, right? So if you're making excuses of, I can't do it because of this, this, and this, what are some of the reasons that maybe you can do it? Are you single and you have uh, more time on your hands because you don't have a family? Maybe one of their excuses, oh, I have a full-time job. Well, guess what? Maybe you can do it, because you have a full-time job. And so financially, the stress isn't as apparent on you because, hey, you've got a full-time job, so you don't need your business to make money right away. So look at it. If you if you look at the same excuse you're making and flip the lens, a lot of times that excuse can actually turn into like a reason why you can do it as opposed to the other way around. Yeah, I love that. And that's always been part of the romanticism about your story in my perspective. I remember long before I ever met you, I was a customer of yours. Dude, I loved your blog, loved your products. I think I spent like 497 bucks on your frequent flyer boot camp. And that thing totally transformed my travel life. And part of your allure was that you were a teacher. Dude, you weren't making that much money, yet you and your wife <laughs> We're traveling the world. Take us back to those days as a teacher. How the heck did you start traveling so much without much money and and really only with summers to travel? Yeah, so exactly. When I first started, I didn't have any built-in advantages. I I was a teacher. I was a high school history teacher right out of school. I, I didn't have a tech degree. I'd never built a website. I wasn't like your 
classic entrepreneur. Oh, at five, I had a lemonade stand. And at 10, I was doing this. And at 15, (laughs) I sold my first business. You know, you hear all those stories. And when I hear them, I think, oh, I didn't do that. So I want to be really clear. I was not that person. I I had entrepreneurial leanings, I guess. I had a lot of ideas, let's put it that way. But I hadn't enacted anything that had ever led to anything. Never sold anything. never, Never did anything like that. So I was a teacher. And I just got to a point where I where I knew that either I was going to be a teacher long term or I was going to leave after I'd, I'd done it for three years out of, out of college or I was going to leave and take something different and take a different path right then, knowing I could go back to teaching if I wanted. And so that kind of led to this long spiral of going back to school, doing a master's degree, which I'm not using at all. Again, not in tech, not in anything that helps me with what I'm doing now. I was I. I Worked um, at the International Baseball Federation. I did a master's in sports management. So nothing that dovetails with with my career now. And but I but I did get out there and started traveling. So that was again the core tenant was, hey, I wanted to travel. That's why I did an internship in Switzerland after I did my sports management degree. That's why I moved to Japan to teach English. So I went back to being a teacher, not because I wanted to keep teaching forever. But that was a conduit to me living somewhere else. So I think that's the thing that a lot of people miss is they want to get to the end goal right away. They want to be location independent and they want to have their own company and love what they do and get to live wherever they want. But a lot of times there's little mini steps you can take in there to get an immediate result. For So for me, I moved to Japan because I wanted to experience another culture. I wanted to see Asia. I didn't want to teach forever, but that was better than teaching back in the U.S. So that was an intermediate step. And then that led when I was in Japan to saying, hey, this is cool, but I'm still teaching and I'm still like stuck in a location, even if it's somewhere new. I want to start my own thing. And that led to extra pack of peanuts and so on. So I didn't have any built in advantages. I never created a website before I started extra pack of peanuts. I still am, as Brian can attest to, very non-tech savvy. So all of these reasons that you think other people can do it and you can't. That was me. Like, put yourself in my shoes. I didn't have those advantages, and I just did it anyway because I figured out how to make a website, and it was super ugly. And I figured out how to do a podcast, and it was really bad in the beginning. But I just said, I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah, I love that. I love that attitude, and I love how that's what drives everything that you do. I mean, whether it's doing an almost seven-figure launch every single year with the Paradise Pack, which we'll talk about in a little bit, or getting $5 flights to Rio for the World Cup. I mean, there's so many crazy stories where you just kind of figured it out along the way. So talk to us specifically about some of those tactics that you use to your advantage, because I almost feel like a sucker before I found your work and before I found your strategies. I feel like a sucker for paying full price for air travel. I feel like a sucker for overpaying for hotel stays. What do you mean when you say the term travel hacking? Yeah, so when we say travel hacking, it's a word I shied away from for a long time because it sounds scammy to me, but I've never in four years been able to come up with a better word, and now it's kind of entered the lexicon. People know it. So when we say travel hacking, we're just talking about using certain things to your advantage to travel cheaper. And typically that means frequent flyer miles, hotel points, and and credit card points, right? So when you sign up for a credit card and you get these, you know, 50,000 points for signing up for this credit card and you get it, and 90% of people never use it because they're like, oh, I got these points. Like it sounded good when they got them. But the airlines and credit card companies make it a little 
hard to use on purpose. They don't want you to use them because it costs them money, right? So they give you something and say, hey, we're going to give it to them, but we're not going to really show them how because we don't actually want them to use it. So when I started learning about that, I thought, oh my gosh, this is too good to be true. And then I started doing it myself. I, When I started, Brian, again, no built-in advantage. I had never owned a frequent flyer mile. I never had had a credit card. So I was 27, never had a credit card, never um, had a frequent flyer mile to my name. I started learning about it. I got my first one. I got some points. I got another card. I got some more points. I flew back from Japan for free um, to America. You know, I flew my parents out to Japan. So again, it was just learning as I went. And so when we're talking about travel hacking, it is using these things to your advantage. When I first started, Airbnb was a thing, but not really that well known. So we talked a lot about here's how you can score cheaper accommodation stays, rent an apartment instead of staying in a $300 a night hotel. Obviously, use your frequent flyer miles instead of paying $1,000 for a plane ticket. So that's the that's the core of it. I mean, it goes much, much deeper, but it's using the things out there that you can take advantage of, like, like hotel points and frequent flyer miles, to actually get the free travel that they promise when you get the points. Yeah, and Travis, you and I have talked about this off air many times. I mean, last year in 2017, I moved from Boston to Los Angeles, and it was really cool. You and Heather actually came out here, and I got to hang out with you guys when you were in L.A. But I traveled a lot during my first year here in L.A. I mean, I spent a month in Southeast Asia. I went to China and Indonesia. I went to Boston a bunch of times, Washington, D.C. a bunch of times. Flew to New York for the U.S. Open because I'm a total tennis junkie. I flew all over the place. Went to Baton Rouge, Louisiana to visit my sister. I went everywhere last year. And dude, do you remember? I think I told you this. How much did I pay for all of those trips throughout the entirety of 2017? I, I don't remember the number, but I remember it was way less than you would have paid if you bought them out of pocket. That's for sure. Dude, I paid $84 in travel last year. Which is insane. Absolutely yeah. insane. And it's so funny because, I mean, I bought your course years ago for 497 bucks, and that $497 has literally saved me probably over $6,000 just last year alone. And so those types of things, throughout that process, I learned a lot of things that I thought were the truth that absolutely aren't. And one of those beliefs that I had before I came across your work is that you need to be traveling a lot in order to accrue frequent flyer miles. And I feel like I've accrued hundreds of thousands of miles and points in rewards without even needing to travel. I started it when I was actually still working in healthcare. I was a business analyst at a hospital when I first came across all your stuff. Talk about that. Do you need to be traveling to accruing these rewards? A hundred percent no. Um, that was my biggest misconception before I started as well. I was living in Japan. I had zero frequent fire miles. I honestly thought that Frequent fire miles, like the only person I knew who had them was my uncle, and he he traveled for business three out of the four weeks a month, right? So he he flew business class. He I, he took me into a lounge once when I was like a kid. I remember thinking like, whoa, like this is how the other half lives, right? <laughs> and I just thought that frequent fire miles were for people who traveled. And then I learned, no, actually, you can get huge, huge, huge chunks of miles through these credit card rewards through all types of things, through through shopping online, and we, we don't have enough time to get into the nitty gritty, but all these little things that you can do to earn points. And so I thought, all right, well, let me see if it works for me. And so that was in 2011-ish when I, when I started getting into it myself. And in those six years, we six, six and a half years, we've probably earned five to six million frequent fire miles um, and hotel points and credit card points and all that. 
and I have earned maybe 0.01% of those from actually getting on a flight and paying for a ticket. Everything else was earned through other methods, most of those through opening up the right good uh, travel credit cards and then spending on them and then paying them off and all that kind of stuff. So that is my huge, huge chunk of miles comes from all of that, not from actually hopping on a plane, paying for a flight and what people call butt-in-seat miles. That's crazy, dude. You're talking millions of miles. That's insane. And it's so funny because as someone who knows you personally and is friends with you on Facebook, I feel like every time I see you pop up on social media, you're in a different country, which is nuts because you've got a wife and a kid now and somehow you guys still manage to keep on traveling. So that's very cool. I love seeing your journey. And I'm going to put you on the spot here, Travis, because you already said it. We're not going to have enough time to dig into everything here on today's episode. But you've got something very exciting coming up next week. And I'm excited because you're going to be on the podcast again next week. Talk to us about how people can start dipping their toes into all the stuff that we talked about here today. What is coming next week? Yeah, so we have a project that every year I just get so amped up. It's, it's one of my favorite weeks of the year. March Madness is right up there as well. I love the first weekend of March Madness. If you guys are in the U.S., uh, you know what I'm talking about. But every year, the first week, like the end of May, the beginning of June, we do a project called the Paradise Pack. And this came about because my the co-founder and I, uh, Jason Moore, he runs a podcast called Zero to Travel. We started talking and we were like, you know, people keep asking us, how can they become location independent? And there are a ton of resources out there. But you know, you get overwhelmed. Like if I, if I said, I just Googled how to become a digital nomad or how to become location independent or, or, you know, how to make money online, you'll get millions of hits. And how do you know what actually works? What doesn't, who's reputable? You have to sift through all this junk. And so we kept getting asked, we kept getting asked, how did we do it? How did we do it? And we had one answer, right? We both had started podcasts and started blogs, but that's one out of a thousand ways that you could become location independent. So if I could teach someone one thing, hey, here's how to start a blog, or here's how to use your freaking flyer miles, what about all those other ways that someone could become location independent that they might be interested in? Well, of course, you know, you start hanging out in, in those circles and meeting people. And I was realizing that all my friends were doing really cool stuff too in different niches, right? Maybe someone was a copywriter, maybe someone what like you was running a boot camp for entrepreneurs to entrepreneurs. I thought, well, man, all these people have all this talent and skills and all these things that they want to teach people. What if we there was a way that anytime someone asked me, hey, I want to become location independent, I could say to them, look at these people. Like here are the core people you want to follow and here are the best products out there on how to do that. And we thought, why not why not give it a shot? So what we do is we bundle up 20 online courses. And they run the gamut from my freaking fire boot camp, which is all about what we talked about, travel hacking, to Brian, to your entrepreneur to entrepreneur boot camp, to Chelsea Dinsmore's 21 Days to Find Your Passion, which is more like, hey, I don't even know where to start, but I know I want this lifestyle. So she'll walk you through that. So we put these courses in and we sell it one time a year, seven days only, and then it's gone forever. So every single year, it's completely different products that are in there. And we just thought, this is really cool. If anyone asks us again, like I want to be become location independent, I want all the tools at my disposal, everything um, that I need to know on the travel side, everything I want to know on the online business side, we can give it to them at a crazy, crazy discount. Um, this year, if you were to buy all the courses on their own, I think it'd be over $7,500, which 
I would say is money worth spent if you create the life that you want, right? But $7,500 is a lot of money for someone to spend. So instead, we say, hey, we're going to dramatically discount this product. You could get it for one week, and when you get it, you get every single course in the Paradise Pack. And that's how it came about, and that's what it is. Yeah, I love that. And the cool thing to me, because I've always seen people bundle up all these different things and, oh, you can learn about frequent flyer miles. Oh, you can learn about how to start a business. Oh, you can learn about how to learn a new language. You can learn about copywriting. You can learn about how to do virtual work. All these different things. And you kind of get a little taste of all of it. But the cool thing to me about the Paradise Pack is, if I buy the Paradise Pack, Travis, I get your entire course. No, nothing is held back. So that's incredible right. to me. How much is your frequent flyer boot camp selling for these days? We sell it for $997 when, when we open it. So it's not available to the public all the time. When we open it, the regular price is 997 bucks. Yeah, I love that. And so that's exactly the same selling price of my Watchrepreneur to Entrepreneur Bootcamp, which is also 997 And that's the thing. You get both of those inside the Paradise Pack. Travis, you haven't even told listeners, how much does the Paradise Pack cost? Yeah, so the Paradise Pack costs $497.00. And as Brian mentioned, you get every single product in there. So this year there's 20, and there might be a little more than 20. We're right around 20 products. And the beauty of it, Brian, is like, even if you wanted one product, if you said, oh, I just want Trav's course, or I just want Brian's course, you're not only getting it for less than you would pay normally, but you're also getting those other courses. So we don't expect, and, and in fact, we obviously don't recommend anyone do this, get the Paradise Pack and try to go through all 20 courses because it's not going to work. You have to have some focus, right? So you get the Paradise Pack, you dive into Brian's course first. You're like, oh, this is really cool. And then all of a sudden you're like, hey, there's this other course about branding. So Brian talked a little bit about it in his Entrepreneur to Entrepreneur Bootcamp, but I really want to know more about branding. So why don't I go over to Jonathan's course and, and take his branding course? So what's neat about it is they build on each other. So you're doing one or two courses at a time. But then the rest are always there for when you need them to go back and, you know, whatever point in your journey you're at when it, where you are for building a location-dependent lifestyle, you always have those other ones to go back to to try out and to test. And they're all for usually less than it would be if you just bought one of them on their own. Yeah, that's incredible. Travis, we're running out of time here, and I know that you've got a flight to catch tomorrow, which is crazy. Tomorrow. Where are you guys flying to tomorrow? I am flying with my six-month-old Whitaker for the very first time internationally to, to Budapest, and then we will be down in Mallorca, Spain for when the Paradise Pack sale is happening. We're like, dude, we got to be somewhere cool. So we're actually going to be in Mallorca for the time that the sale is happening. So we're getting on a plane tomorrow. Um, so you can check my Instagram, Bri. I'll be in two, two new countries now again. Yes. Awesome. No, I can't wait to, to follow along with those travels. Literally, you're always on the go. But Travis, the last thing I want to do on this episode is I want to make it clear because every single year I know you get emails, even my audience emails me now complaining about this and they're just like, what the heck? Travis won't sell the Paradise Pack to me because it's after the deadline. <laughs> Travis, talk about that deadline. How long is the sale? When does it start? And talk to me about the nature of that deadline. Yeah, so it starts on May uh, May 29th, okay? And it runs for one week exactly until midnight, June 4th, midnight uh, Pacific Standard Time, June 4th, and then it closes. So we have seven days to buy the Paradise Pack, and we get this every year without, like, without a doubt, someone comes, or, or not someone, usually a bunch of people will say, 
Trav, I missed the deadline, you know, and then insert reason. Uh, I was traveling, which is cool. I'm glad you were traveling, but I was traveling or I was going to buy it and then I got caught up and we have a very, very hard and fast rule that once the sale is over, it is 100% over. The reason, there's a few reasons for that. One is that we have all these people putting their products in. I mean, there's 20, 25 people putting their products in at discounted rates that there's no way we could feasibly say, hey, we're going to sell this all the time. It just doesn't make sense. There's too much value there. The second is that we stick to our guns. It's it's once a year. And also these products that are in, in 2018 are will be totally different if we do it again in 2019 and are totally different from what we had in 2017. So we say, if you want it, we believe this is the best thing out there to help you become location independent. And if you want it, you have seven days to buy it. And if you decide that you don't want it, that's fine. But you cannot get it once it closes. No ifs, ands, or buts. Every year we get a flood of emails. And every single time we have told people no. So that's just the way it is. If you want it, you got to get it during those seven days. And there's a countdown clock on the site. And we remind you through email. So it's right in your face. This is done. And you can't get it after that. Yeah, man, I love that. I'm so excited for the launch of the Paradise Pack. Travis, thanks so much for coming on to the show here today and talking about your experience in traveling and travel hacking and all that. You are coming on the Entrepreneur to Entrepreneur podcast again next week to give us the real nitty gritty, the details about the Paradise Pack. So I'm so excited to have you on again next week once the Paradise Pack has launched. Where can listeners find more about you? And if you wanna go ahead, tease that link for the Paradise Pack early on, even though it's not, <laughs> not launched yet. Yeah, so you can find out about me. Our main site is extrapackofpeanuts.com. It's Pack of Peanuts on Instagram and Pack of Peanuts on Twitter. Um, as far as the Paradise Pack, you can go to Brian's special link, which is imetbrian.com slash paradise. You can see everything that's, like, again, you can't buy it yet, um, but you can see what's involved. You can see all the amazing things we're doing. We actually have, like, a little special surprise this year because we're going to be doing workshops, so we're not just giving you the courses you're not just getting these 20 courses, but you're also getting workshops with some of the contributors. So you can actually ask the questions that you want to ask to those specific people. So that's brand new this year um, for 2018. Super excited about them. We're calling them implementation workshops so that you actually take action. Um, and that's that's everything that you need to know on this end. I'm at brian.com slash paradise is how you can actually check out the Paradise Pack, which we were talking about. And Brian, super excited to be on here. It's long overdue. Now we get to do it twice in the last couple of weeks, which is always fun. Heck yeah, absolutely. Travis, thanks so much for coming on. Again, the link for the 2018 Paradise Pack. My special link is imetbrian.com slash paradise. Go on, check that out. You can actually sign up for the wait list and everything so that you do get email alerts. And tune in this coming Wednesday for part two with Travis Sherry on the Entrepreneur to Entrepreneur podcast. Thanks for listening to the Entrepreneur to Entrepreneur podcast with your host, Brian Lofermento. For show notes and to get a free copy of Brian's book, visit us online at thewantrepreneurshow.com.